When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about John Tucker must die. He must. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely must. Um, and we are joined by two wonderful guests uh, from the podcast. We didn't get a rose. It's Mike Carosa and Chris Mejia. Welcome, gentlemen. Gang, gang. What's up? Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rebecca and Craig. Oh, damn. It's so good to be here. It's such a shame that Zoom is. John Tucker. <laughs> Jesus. This, this is, is why that, that was not added in post. This is the first time that's ever happened. That's awesome. This is the first time we've ever had two guests on at the same time, and it's already going it's off, off the rails. It's off the rails. <laughs> we, this. we were like, can we handle this? No, we, handle this we can't handle we can. it. We can't. Uh, but guys, whenever we have guests on, we do like to ask, like, what's your relationship with this movie? Like, is this your first watch with it? What's, what's going on? Uh, uh, so I'll go first. Me... Okay, uh, I will go first. Go first. I'll go right, first. Go first. Okay, Chris, I'll go first. Go ahead, babe. I'm like, this is babe, go Chris. first. I'll babe, go first. can you go first? <laughs> I'll take it. Don't worry about it. Uh, I watched this a few times in my youth uh, when when it came out because I had a crush on like uh, every single girl in this movie. <laughs> and That's I fair. I was like, this is this is great for that. But then I was like, man. Um, this also really sucks. <laughs> and uh, so I watched it like twice. Uh, and was like, that's it. And then I watched it again this week. And let me tell you something. It, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're going to have a hard episode ahead of us. Oh, I I'm don't thinking. think so. I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. I'm coming to bed. Uh, how about you, so Chris? I, I've never seen this movie until last year. So basically, uh, over the course of my Instagram stories since COVID, uh, I grew up a very dumb, dumb kid who thought, uh, oh, I'm a man, man, so I watch man movies. I don't watch those chick flicks. I don't watch those rom-coms. Uh, that's not for people with dicks. And then as an adult, I realized, oh, that's I've missed out on so many great movies uh, because of that. So I started this rom-com journey that I've been uh, chronologically recording via my Finally Instagram. Finally watch Hitch. And no, I saw Hitch. Uh, if it had Will Smith, it was okay. It was fine. Uh, that's, that's not a chick flick. It's got Will Smith. Yeah, yeah that's not that's a chick. That's, that's Will that's, Smith. That's, all that's right? basically okay. Independence Day too. Is what it is. It's got Will. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, listen, it. listen. It's not a rom com. It's Will Smith uh, helping men manipulate women. That is the most manly movie possible. That is true. Uh, that's yeah. very factual. So because of that, uh, I started watching rom coms. The first one that I started on my journey was When Harry Met Sally, which classic holds up so mm-hmm. well it really does uh and then i've uh, i watched john tucker much die which i don't think is a rom is a rom-com but it is chick flick a jace um 
And so I, and by chick flick adjacent, I mean just majority of the cast is women. So my dumb brain when I was little was like, <laughs> this is clearly a chick flick when it's, no, it's just a teen comedy. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with Mike. Everyone in this movie is hot. Like, it, <laughs> honestly, it, honestly yeah. I, it took me a sec to realize that was, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Ashanti? Th- no, Jenny McCarthy. No, c- like, I had to re- oh, remind yeah. myself okay. that's the anti-vax lady. Because at first I was like, uh, damn, that's got to suck to have a hot mom. And then I was like, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> hold on. We're not going to thirst for she that. Can't, <laughs> she can't be hot and be anti-vax. That's yeah. Not yeah, yeah. It's one or the other. You can't. You can't. Uh, also, it, when I first watched the movie, I was like, holy shit, is that Ashanti? And then I Googled it. I'm like, that is yeah. Ashanti. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about this movie is that no matter how hot everyone is, they're held back by how painfully 2006 this movie is. Like, everyone is dressed so painfully 2000s. Which, the 2000s era, and I'm sure we're going to say this about fashion now. We always say it about every era of fashion. Actually, no, I take that back. No, because I feel like every era of fashion is pretty good. Like, even in the 90s, everyone's just like, solid colors. That's all we're going to wear. Solid colors, nothing Mm -hmm. else. But then in the 2000s, they were like, hey, what if we took a fashion app game and you hit randomize and that was our outfits every day? Like yeah. every outfit. You in took this that movie, shit to the red carpet. It felt like you like ran to the closet last and you just had to grab what was left. That's what everyone's outfit in this movie was. And it's just a perfect time capsule for the fever dream that was the aughts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just love the fashion of how many tops can I put on? <laughs> Let's just put on them all. All of them. Tank tops? I need three. <laughs> yeah, Gen Z, you fucking cowards. If you want to come for our shit, you got to come for all of our shit. All yeah, right? man. <laughs> fucking low-rise jeans are making a comeback, and I'm like, not a chance. Not a chance on me. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm done, and I'm not plucking my eyebrows. Fuck all y'all. Okay, when fuck Gen all Z y'all. When Gen Z started doing that, every woman I know started having like Vietnam thousand yard stare flashbacks yes. just like no we're not doing that it again it took I, my <laughs> no eyebrows way. still aren't back to their former yeah. glory you understand like you can yeah. fuck yourself anyway okay so we're really getting off on <laughs> this is gonna happen a hundred times I can already feel it um, so guys before we get into uh, who the heroes and villains are just a quick breakdown of if you've never seen John Tucker must die. First of all, I think you should because it kind of hums along. Like, it's I mean, fun. it's a, it's a bad like it. movie, kind of, but like, it's it, it's an hour and a half. You 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 get to go what the fuck several times. I love a movie you can go mm-hmm. what the fuck to. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, what this movie is about <laughs> um, is uh, John Tucker. He is the all star athlete. He's he 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 dunks like no white man I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> he, he's he's going off. Okay, that's he's, honestly the biggest crime of this movie it is i'm just like there's no <laughs> fuck you i just every also, time you're like what five ten dude when he <laughs> when he did a flip in the thought anyway doesn't okay we'll get to it uh, yeah, so, yeah yeah so um, oh, i have notes Oh, I have so many notes. So John Tucker, he's he's the all star. He's the hottie. He's the he's he's rich. He's he's the dude in school, and he tells. Um, the, these women, these lies about how he can't date somebody during the uh, during the basketball season. So, but he's actually dating like whatever, like six women at the same time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But three of them, very specifically, these three main ones. Um, 
they they're like the most popular women in school and yet somehow do not coordinate with each other at any moment no whisper campaign on this man they just do not know um introduce this uh introduce kate kate's this Hot girl that nobody notices. How is this possible? We don't know. But we're just going to glaze right over That's how hot everyone at this school is, where Brittany Snow is considered bottom of the barrel. Look at at this plain fucking throw her in the garbage. Anyway, so she's boring and she doesn't. Boo-hoo. Nobody pays attention to me. My mom moves every time she breaks up with men. Lord knows why. That's so expensive. Uh, But whatever. (laughs) Okay. She gets to this new school. She really she works at a restaurant and realizes that uh, all of these women are getting cheated on. They get combined into the same gym class, um, and they all fight. They all fight. There's a. I can't wait to talk about this. I really can't wait because the coach. Got so horny for John Tucker oh, in passing. Oh, that's right. Yes. In the stairwell. She, she had a heart attack. <laughs> had a heart attack. You're right. That's a had very a important attack, plot point. she survived. Thank you. They yes, she did survive. Black Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> they called it Black. We weren't ready for the events of Black Tuesday. We were John ready. Tucker said hi to a gym coach, and she was like, oh, my God, a fucking teenager is so hot right now. <laughs> and she fell down the stairs having a heart attack, and he was like, hitting on the girl who was helping her, and then gym classes were combined. Insane move. This movie is truly... I can't... Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. We're one one PE coach away from having to mix every single class together (laughs) for a period. This school's hanging on by a thread. Okay, this school's absolutely (laughs) hanging on by a thread. Um, They combine gym classes. All these women start fucking just throwing balls at each other and fucking fist fighting. Um, And then they all get thrown into tension. And Kate, for whatever reason, even though she's shown none up until this point, is like, she grows some balls. She's like, you you ladies gotta get even. That's what you gotta do. I gotta get even. Mm -hmm. And then they start... Getting into, and I'm not going to get into every single plot point that they do because we're going to talk about Mm. them in depth, okay? Um, But they start trying to uh, completely fuck his life, okay? They're trying to fuck his life in any way they can. They they uh, make it, they get him to wear a thong and get caught. Like tons of photos get taken of him. They um, get him to take estrogen. They get hit like they're they're just doing all this campaign. Herpes campaign. Oh, man. Herpes campaign. Um, So there's like so many things that they try and do to ruin his fucking life. Um, And then they decide that they're going to try and make him fall in love with Kate, which they do become successful at. And then at the end, everyone learns a lesson. Is that like, <laughs> yeah, they want to break his heart. the way They want to break his heart, his heart the way, you know, he broke their hearts. And like yeah. John Tucker ends up making everything cool that they try and do to him in a very Regina George fashion. Um, yeah. It's it's. It's our, I would say it is not a rich tapestry. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I've, I've glossed over many plot points, but we're definitely going to get into each and every one of them in defending our villain here. But before we get to our heroes and villains, we would like to uh, quickly thank the sponsor of the episode, 
Tee Public. Teepublic.com, guys. You got to get it. Yeah, absolutely, guys. If you like anything, do you like things? Do you are like you, things? Are you a person who likes things? Um, do you have a fandom? Do you have something that you enjoy? Well, I guarantee you that on teepublic.com, uh, you can find a really cool graphic tee design that involves that in some way. You can find mashups of things. You can find all kinds of stuff. And they're all done by independent artists who get a fair shake. Uh, for the work that they do. Um, and we have our own Tee Public store with uh, our own Villain Was Right merch. So if you hey, have, if you ever wanted the Villain Was Right logo on a mug, on a hoodie, on a yeah. baseball t-shirt, on a notebook, a laptop case, phone case, what stickers, whatever it is, tote bag, you can get that cool design on whatever you want. High quality shirts too. I own many of them. They're some of the yeah. comfiest shirts I have. Um, they're fantastic. Yeah. Hey, too many hot women taking your hoodies. Order more. <laughs> Order more. Do it. <laughs> Guys, head on over to vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com to check out all of our merch and favorite designs from T Public. That is vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com. And thank you, T Public, for your continued support. And now it is time to talk about who the villain or villains are. And I think there's... there's it's John Tucker. It's John Tucker. John it's, Tucker. Like, it's in the title. Oh, he's in the title. He must oh. die. Prime oh, time. I have my notes wrong. My notes said that uh, the group of women were the villain because <laughs> women be lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is very much Bef- my... Yeah. Before we continue this episode, I need to make, since your audience doesn't know who I am as a person, I am playing what they call in the wrestling world the heel. Uh, okay. This uh, so uh, the whole please podcast do not is think anything I say is yeah. actually how I feel. Fair enough. Yeah, everything we say is fairly because when Mike yeah. told me we were defending this movie, I was like, "This shit's a trap." Okay, no. all right. You know what? <laughs> yeah, this is this is the we did two hundred episodes just to trap you up to this. Yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, listen, listen. listen. I, res- I respect a good finesse. Okay, <laughs> I respect a good finesse. Uh-huh. And that's that's if you want to really sell a lie, you got to commit yeah, to you it. Commit Just like to how it. these uh-huh. women committed to this lie. In my eight-part essay, I will be explaining <laughs> how. <laughs> and the my point on this is I'm here to defend John uh-huh. Tucker too. And my main mm-hmm. thesis on this is is that did uh-huh. he do some things wrong? Absolutely. Does he yeah. does he deserve a little bit of blowback for the things that he did? Absolutely. Yes. Is the is the proportion to which uh, his, does the punishment fit the crime? No, it's Fuck way no. outscale. Wow, it's no. way so outscaled. over the top. Yeah. And the no. other point I want to make about John Tucker is: does he do bad things? Yes. But by the time they hatch this revenge plot, he is already well on his way to redeeming himself and doing the work that he needs to be a better person. Mm-hmm. That's the You'd point hope I'm so. going to make. <laughs> you hope so. You know what? Yeah, because you know what? He became a better person. Yes. Sure, yes, it started because he wanted a crumb of pussy. But <laughs> yes, he still well, grew. You need a like measurement how, for that, Chris. It's like <laughs> <laughs> a crumb. A crumb. <laughs> That's how we measure it. Please, yeah. That's a, Please it's a, a sir, can of... I have some more? <laughs> Listen, you said come up with a scale. You never clarify what I could and could have used. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so. Oh my God! Can you imagine well, describing yes. your pussy as crumb pussy? <laughs> I don't know. Man. I got that I love crumb eating. pussy. Like, I, I'm always ugh. eating the crumbs at the end of a meal, so I'm yeah. just. Yeah. It's that crumb you know, that's pussy. That's actually that's higher on the scale because that means like yeah, even though it's done, I you still, think you're I done, still... but you like the plate, you know. <laughs> I'm starting to think. And we'll two be of right you back. Was a bad I think. Idea. <laughs> 
Let's go. Off this energy, I feel like Chris I, I is giving say, me permission, and uh, I shouldn't be giving uh, it. Uh, I, I'm an instigator. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like we know whose energy matches who on yeah. either podcast because <laughs> this is yeah. this is feeling like our podcast. Yes. Except we talk about The Bachelor, and you're talking about movies where people suck. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we call it uh, what do we call it? Spreadsheet and wild card. Spreadsheet and wild card. Yeah. <laughs> Carosa, yeah. you're the spreadsheet buddy. I've got to say, sorry. Which is Mike, weird because I I'm never spreadsheet in any other context. <laughs> well, no, but Mike always on our pod has notes and he's very there well we organized and does. wants to go into detail. And then I'm on the other side going, "Hey, did y'all in COVID when you eat pussy but you didn't wash your face? So when you put on the mask, you kind of smell the last pussy you ate, and everyone hated it." <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the wild card the because you show up with auto tune. Oh. oh yeah, in the auto tune, yeah. that too. Yeah. That's so funny. He just showed up one day and he was like, hey, Mike, I got this gadget. I'm like, all right, buddy, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I love it. I so, love yeah, that I think energy. very clearly John Tucker is our villain because it's literally in the title. Yes. Um, and he sucks. But I definitely think that there's like there's correcting and then there's overcorrecting. You know, I agree with yeah. Craig where it's like. Yeah, the punishment doesn't fit the crime here. Like, you know what would be more effective would be if the three women got in front of the school and were like, hey, we're the most popular girls in school. John Tucker lied to us and was dating all of us at once. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to pull the same shit on some of you. So heads up. But instead, they're like, there's even moments of infighting where Ashanti's like, he's my man, even when they're hatching a plan to get back at him yes yeah this is the detail that blew my mind mm. about this movie is they all yeah. find out that he was cheating and they have this whole thing where they talk to each other and they discuss it and they come to the plan that we are going to seek revenge on this man um starting with the herpes commercial but yeah none of them at any point confront him or break up with him about it because they want to have it in their back pocket and they get upset when he breaks up with them exactly after realizing, and this is a key point in my my thesis here, he breaks uh-huh. up with them after he has to go see the counselor, realizes that the things that he is doing is wrong, that he is lying to all these women, and makes corrective action immediately. I'm sorry, breaking up with all of them was the right move to get your head spaced right and be like, I'm treating women like objects, clean slate, let's get back to this. Also, I agree, I will say, but also I, I don't believe him. <laughs> I don't okay. believe I also, him for a second. <laughs> I will say, I will say a few things. One, obviously, these women are not going to realize they need to just uh, confront uh, John Tucker because this movie came out in 2006. Jasmine mm-hmm. Sullivan's "Bust the Windows Out Your Car" didn't come out until 2008, so they didn't know that was a possibility to just resort <laughs> to violence and property damage. So. <laughs> Given when did Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats come out? Yeah. So. Yeah, this feels like a more Before He Cheats crowd, yeah. if yeah. I may yeah. say. Yeah. That, that's if I may true. say Ashanti that. Ashanti yes. knows no, Jasmine no, yes, Sullivan's yes, yes. Bust the Windows at Your Car. Uh, I will also say that blew my mind, too, when, when they got to the point like, yeah, John's going to realize he's wrong, and then he's going to be with me. And then they were all fighting, and I was... I think the real villain in this movie is actually not John Tucker. It's not the woman. It's... Uh, just lack of personal. It's that youth self-destructive lack of uh, immaturity of just yeah. not realizing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Like this dude's cheating on me, and if I love myself, 
Yeah. I would realize I would just not want to be with this man anymore. I am worth more than John that. Tucker. If he actually loved himself, he wouldn't feel this need to constantly have to impress everyone and conquest women to add value and self-worth to himself. So the real villain in this movie is lack of self-love. And that is why John Tucker is actually innocent. And I stand by that. Yeah. No, he, that. he has some I work to that. do, obviously. He's got work. But he's a teen. That's right. He's a he's teen. A teen. That's also, the other thing. them getting mad about being dumped, I kind of understand. You ever are going, have you ever go like gone and you're like, okay, I'm going to, I think I'm going to break up with this person. Mm-hmm. And then they beat you to the punch and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dare you get ghosted by someone you were already planning on ghosting. Oh, I don't uh-huh. mind a mutual ghost. I kind of like a mutual ghost. Okay. That I can no, 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 no. I want to be the initiator. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love how when I get a mutual you, ghost. How do you determine who initiates a ghost? Thank you, Craig. Thank you. <laughs> By not responding first? Yeah. Whoever uh, didn't respond to the last thing. Ooh, who oh, the last a, message oh, was this is, is the ghosty. Wow. This is a real race wow, to the this, bottom, guys. Yeah, I'm not going to Yeah, this is pettiness. <laughs> this is this is honestly sad. Uh, also, before he Okay, I'm sorry. You've had more development than me in our a better person speaking of development some hearts by carrie underwood featuring before he cheats came out in 2005 they should have known known. i had to take it back the group of women are the villain of the show yeah (laughs) i I would agree and this is how i know that they are the villains okay because picture yourself now like we're in our 30s right picture yourself now Mm -hmm. you're talking to somebody one of your peers and they say in the course of conversation, oh, my boyfriend cheated on me in high school. You would say, mm. oh, that's that's so shitty. I'm so sorry that that happened. That's to you. you would and say then, that? No, I would say, I would say like, <laughs> oh, your boyfriend <laughs> cheated on you in high school. I was like, that's 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 terrible. I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah, to that you. Sucks. And then I would reply no. with, it do be like that sometimes. Fair enough. But then but that's just because you're built different. If, yeah. yeah <laughs> if the conversation then went to. Um, and then me and my girlfriends got together and ran a coordinated campaign to ruin his uh-huh. life. You would go, yeah. sorry, what? Yeah. A that campaign where a girl crazy. would get him to fall in love with her. And then when she would also accidentally fall in love with him, we would then be upset that she fell in love with the master manipulator of the school. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, they're lacking a uh-huh. little bit of foresight there. Like, will this Speaking girl which- who's never had a boyfriend before fall in love for <laughs> exactly. the hottest guy exactly. when he takes her out on the boat? In school. Yes. And I also think that they... Absolutely. I also think the, the, this core group of girls, um, uh, Heather, Beth, and Carrie, I don't think they quite... And, and Kate, I'll put in this here as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think they quite acknowledge... How damaging it is to Kate that the first boyfriend she ever has is under the guise of manipulation, uh, oh, deception, yeah. and uh-huh. and all these other terrible things. Like basically, the first romantic relationship you ever have is a conspiracy that is going yeah. to flavor your life forever. You are never going to have a healthy relationship because you were like, my first boyfriend was a ruse. <laughs> Yeah. On top of that, the fact that she has that generational kind of trauma of always having, always seeing her mom be in these toxic relationships. Like, she's able to, she's been having this high horse of like, yeah, mama does that, but I ain't going to do that. And then ended up realizing that she's walked, like, you know, unfortunately, that's just how generational trauma works. So, because of it, yeah, I didn't even think about that where she's just. 
fuck though. Oh, like, oh, girl, you better get this shit over with before you get to college. This is just going to get worse. <laughs> it's just downhill from here. John like, Tucker's the best it's going to get. So, like, I, I'll never forget when Olivia Rodrigo made that incredible album, uh, Sour. I was listening incredible to it and I'm like, yo. Album? This this girl's very talented. I don't care if she was already connected in the industry or not. Like good talent is good talent. This is great music. And I'm really excited to see how her career develops. But also at the same time, Olivia, sweetie, if you are this sad about a boy at 18, buckle the fuck up. It's gonna be rough. This is this is the bunny slope of what men can do to you. This is just this is, it is only gonna get worse from here. <laughs> Look, this, look John Tucker might be manipulating. Yeah, <laughs> John Tucker might be manipulating at like at an advanced grade right now, yeah. but it's still early. Yeah, you it's know, so he's really cheating early. above his is is reading yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh he's yeah. John Tucker do dunks like an NBA star and cheats at a, a college level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's no, right. she's like, like an NBA cheat, star. If we've learned anything from Tristan Thompson, he cheats better than an NBA player. Yeah, buddy. That's a sports reference that might not fly right here. <laughs> not for me, at least. I was like, yes, because I have heard of both him and the sport of basketball. You know yes, please was, continue. The way you both nodded your heads was like when a kid yeah. walks in the room with a paint, a, a colored drawing. It's like, this is a dinosaur. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. You it got is, it. Buddy. I trust I it you. Yeah. <laughs> I trust I, your I opinion on this. <laughs> I want to speak on Carrie because out of all the girls, she's the one that's most steadfastly on the plan. Of course, she is. The, she's the one with like eight extracurricular activities yeah. and access mm-hmm. to she's like kind of the, the audio visual yeah. club. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's not going to get me into Har- like hanging out. That, how's that going to get me to Harvard? Teehee. Um, it's just uh, she's 100 percent the one that keeps it on wheels. And so when Kate expresses regret or. Uh, any sort of feeling of like maybe she doesn't want to do it, maybe it's making her uncomfortable. Carrie's like, huh, well, I guess you aren't friends with us anymore. Come on, other girls who I just started hanging out with. We're no longer talking to this loser. And Kate was like, <laughs> loser? Me? No, please don't. I will hurt the boy's feelings. Let me hurt the beautiful man. <laughs> well, the one the one counter argument I will say to that that kind of bothered mm-hmm. me about this movie is that mm-hmm. this is all like Kate's idea. She's like, you need to get even. I know. You need to get revenge. And you then she's what? like, and then she totally yeah, backs what? off like three. She's like, what do we do? Why? You guys can't push me into this. It's like, bitch, this was your plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but she didn't want to get involved. No, no. Loki? I get egging someone on and then being like, okay, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Like, I get <laughs> the that. The fact that like, she's I don't, so quick <laughs> with that idea. Oh, Mike's showing his true colors, man. That's no, no, no. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. shows up at a hockey rally for the Canadians and being like, hey, what's going on here? throws a brick and then is like I'm out I'm out <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not I'm not hold on I'm not getting involved down, to begin buddy. with if I'm sitting down and I'm like hey you guys are getting mad at each other why not get mad at him all right see yeah. you later and they're like no who are you I'm like forget I even exist you know what I mean maybe wave at me in the hallway but I'm not getting involved in this this is messy dude like I what don't the know, fuck man. The fact I'm that not a part of it up. to begin with the fact that she brought it up so quickly <laughs> like so ready was like do this Britney yeah. Snow in this movie, Britney Snow's character, mm-hmm. Loki, like that's that's some like you're a sociopath. Like the fact that you instantly 
came to that idea. Like, oh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like the, I feel like we got to have her on an FBI watch list. I love like, honestly, <laughs> I think the the fake um, herpes photo shoot is, I think, probably the level that he deserved. I actually think that was kind of. Yeah, genius. yeah. You know, that Although was funny. I, I, <laughs> Nobody... It was funny, but where are you going to get seven or eight kids with very, very visible herpes and cold sores that was to be on stage? to watch. I was Why? like, oh, no, this isn't the move. I because yeah. I, te- yeah. I texted myself while watching the remember notes and stuff, and That's I texted myself, notes. you know they've got a notes app. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to put it through the cloud to get it back, man. <laughs> hey, have have you ever considered licking my gooch? So, anyways, I was texting myself. Are <laughs> you <notes>. proper patents, <laughs> Craig? All Nobody right, can steal enough. your ideas if there's timestamps. Okay, enough. okay. I, I do love that Rebecca's backing him up on this, and Craig and I are on the same page. It is just solidifying. That's the, right. The, that's the right. Because that's what we call allyship in this world. So uh, you know, this is this is this is like the double Happy dating Marcus when Harry up. met Sally, where they each get, end up going home. <laughs> 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 I came here with Rebecca, but I'm leaving with my Carosa. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, well, I texted myself. Uh, John Tucker is good because STI hero. That is so true. Too. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, that's an actually for like 2000. That's a, that's a very, that's a great opinion to have. That's like a very yeah. 2023 opinion to have on this mm. because oh, yeah. everything he says is very factual. It's like, this is very normal. This happens all the time. Well, and um, that's the magic of, of uh, John Tucker, which is, and, and I understand why that would be infuriating oh. is he is so charismatic yes. That he just rolls with anything, yeah. and he turns King anything spin, into baby. the coolest thing ever. He wins everything a he award. touched in this movie turned gold. Yes, yeah, and like Don Draper, John Tucker over here. There, there's a certain <laughs> sort of confidence that it takes. Like, like when he gets tricked into wearing the thong to crawl into yeah. the the coach's bedroom and yeah. exposed out in the hall in front of everybody. Pictures taken of him. That could be devastating. Yeah. And this guy, seventeen-year-old, mind you, yeah. by the way, heads up, everybody. This like, guy that's has, what we're supposed to believe. Like, is this guy has <laughs> yeah. A, yeah a body like that on a seventeen-year-old? I don't think so. Uh, no. <laughs> he has a, okay, well, Craig. How would you have the time to work out that much? You're seventeen, <laughs> um, but he owns that so hard. Where he just goes, I have the the knowledge and confidence that I can show up at basketball practice wearing this thong, being like, it helps me move, it helps me dunk, and turns that into such a net positive. That everybody else follows Unbelievable. him. I was like, yeah, yeah. not like, just the basketball players. Like even at the, the end of the movie, when it was the teachers, exactly, who yeah. all had the thongs. So we my, also saw the rest of the guys in school. Yes, mm-hmm. he's such a trendsetter, and and this is a level of charisma. It's it's nuclear energy, is what that is, right? It's, it's scary. nuclear energy. It's scary. Where it's like it is so powerful, and you need a lot of guidance to know where to point this. You know, that's my thing is this guy just needs to be shaped and he can do great things with that level of charisma, confidence. And and he never does it by putting anybody else down is the other thing. Right. He's not like, oh, man, I would never wear a thong. Oh, well, that's you know, that's uh, uh, yeah, that's not weird. I'm not weird and sexual like that. He goes, no, people can dress however they want. And so can you. And so can you. And so can you. And herpes well, isn't hurting anybody, so just make sure you're safe about it. Right. Done. Like, you know what I mean? 
when watching the basketball thing, I'm like, how does a basketball team have this many white people on the roster? And then I forgot this movie takes place in uh, near Portland. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that that that, that, uh, that, that, okay. that adds up. Uh, but what was the other I, thing they did? The estrogen. Oh, yeah, and that's estrogen. the biggest. That's the biggest one in my opinion. I was like, you're literally, yeah. you're, you're altering you're, his chemistry. Yes. What the fuck? How could that possibly? As a as a prank, they made him emotionally available. (laughs) Yes, he he came and he went from an avoided attachment style to an anxious attachment style. (laughs) Honestly, the most sexist part of the movie is the estrogen sequence. Like he's like feeling his nips. He's like they're so tender. It's not how you. It's how you said it. just I love how that mo- that part happens. I'm just picturing someone watching this movie in like 2023. That part happens. And out of everything else that's happened in the movie so far, they see that and go, all right, they've crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> it is a weird line. I will point out with that estrogen thing. I don't think that's even necessarily super sexist in that any weird change in hormone levels, especially like they give right. her a, like a month's worth of dosage in like a day um, right. is going to fuck with your head. It's going to fuck with your emotions. That's not a woman thing. That's not a man thing. That's not, yeah. that's just like, that's a human thing. And it's not like he, he freaks out. He's like, everyone's always asking me to do things. Everyone's always asking me to stand up for the team, but no one Valid, asked me dude. ever what John wants. That wasn't created by putting estrogen in his milkshake, right? Mm-hmm. That was those were emotions that were there yeah, deep that down. now come out. Yep. John's that, a hurt man who's just been yeah. doing a lot to find acceptance that he may not be finding at home. Exactly. Also, at the same time, him taking estrogen, that was, you know what, helping him normalize for that community that it is okay for people of any gender to take things like estrogen or even testosterone. So shout out to the ally. Uh, Under John doctor Tucker. supervision. That's what I want to say. <laughs> Under doctor supervision. Yeah, they, they should, Don't just mega dose that. somebody. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. I, I honestly, watching this movie, like the first half hour, I was like, how am I going to defend this man? This man is trash. This is terrible. And then they gave him estrogen, and I was like, it's, all, it's done. I've, I've switched. I've switched. Okay, I am full team John Tucker right now. That is, you can't do that. Yeah. And by the way, they are st- all still dating him at this point. It is because he has the emotional outburst yeah. that he goes to therapy. Again, only right. when he goes to therapy, all the women in the whole school are like, that is Which, so at hot. at the time. That- yeah. At the time, admitting you were going to therapy as a as the the head basketball guy. Yeah. Oh wow. But he owns oh, it. Oh wow. Every but every girl in the school is like, that's so cool that you're so emotionally available like that. It's so mm. neat that you're seeking therapy because like that's healthy to do. And it's like one of those things. Everything he touches turns to gold. But all three of those women are dating him at the point where they are dosing him with uh with estrogen, which is crazy. This Which is the also, second or third attempt to disgrace him while they're still dating. I would him. also say all of the side, uh, all, all, like all of the, um, all of the like one line characters in this movie are also like, especially the women are all villainous. It's so insane to listen to them talk to John and kind of like the way they use him also, mm. because like, yes. there's one point where after, um, so after he got caught in the, there's like this whole scene where Kate tries to get, she's like, Oh, come out, like come over to my room. You got to wear that thong, yeah, come right. over. They right. trick him into going into a teacher's room 
which is also I would call an offense on the teacher. Yeah. Okay. On yes. The Okay, and secondarily, all these women, like, they're all, like, yelling at him in the hallway after they're like, your butt is my screensaver. I'm like, that is not allowed. That is not allowed. Yeah. That is, that is no. sexual harassment in, the yeah. high, in a high form. Yeah. Okay. Again, 17-year-old, yeah, yeah. right? Like, this is high school, and also, let's also not yeah, forget the fact that, You're getting a like, charge for that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. You're going to be a red dot on Google now. This, there was a or moment whatever before, the website so, is that has predators. Yeah. Right. I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So, um, <laughs> Brittany Snow, Kate is 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 in red lingerie and like shows the girls and on camera and like this is supposed to be a teenager. We're seeing her in lingerie as a teenager trying to seduce this athlete, also a teenager, which is allowed, but we're seeing it. And my girlfriend was watching it with me. She was like, "Okay, so who's this movie for?" Because like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. That's a great. Literally, question, Mike. she she has a, she. I have it in my notes several times. She asked it several times, and um, it's for yeah, the boyfriends I mean, who went to go take their girlfriends to this movie. I, I don't, yeah, but I, still, it's so, know, so man, many parts of this is creepy. When they get to the end, you know what? Actually, really, so I thought was a big plot hole in this movie. Quite frankly, so they get to the end, and it's his <laughs> concert birthday party. It's the it's, right. It's, it's, I it's mean, his birthday party. He has money. <laughs> it's they establish he has money at the beginning. There's a lot of unbelievable things that happen in this movie, and mm. that was the thing where I'm like, okay, logically, this is where I draw the line. Hold up. Like, it wasn't the locker room with that, the like, armpit open, parts. Oh. <laughs> Yo, actually, you know that's, what? That's where I was. I'm so glad you brought up the locker room, because also, does not one of these women film men in a locker room? Yes. I yeah. Yeah, she does. really liked she that does. in terms of the, the Un- flipping unnoticed. of the trope. Yes, but in the sense of if you flip that trope back, it's like ew, ew, ew. So why yeah. is it not ew, ew, ew in your brain right now? Exactly. But it I should do, be. I do love how they flipped it. Like because the trope is like, hey, we're the boys, and we're gonna mm-hmm. look at the girls' locker room and see all the sexy things that they do, and then they're looking, uh-huh. and it's just the men being disgusting. I really liked yes. that as a joke. Like, oh yes, when it makes her character disgusting. It's yeah. my point. Yeah. By the way, I, the guy who plays Tommy, his real name is Fatso Fasano. And I'm not being facetious. His name is Fatso, like Fatso Fasano. Yeah. And he shows up doing armpit farts and then also does a real fart. And I just want to say as a fat guy on the show right now, come on, man. Come on. (laughs) Do better. (laughs) Do better, buddy. Anyway, take a stand. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Chris. Go Go off. I I just wanted to say with the... um, uh, w- with the uh, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing a bit. Like I legit, I legit had something. Had a thought. I got distracted by the fat so thing because I've honestly, for <laughs> the past thirty minutes, have had his Wikipedia page open because I'm just like one. I feel like uh-huh. I've seen them in other things, and two, what. The 2000s I've was a wild time where in Hollywood they're like, listen, if you want to make it in Hollywood, you're gonna have to name yourself Fat So. <laughs> oh God! And he was like, "Fuck yeah, dude, I'm about it." Oh no, I did, I had no idea that that was going on. That's <sighs> crazy. Um, but to say, okay, so his real we, name is Terrell. Ah, uh, oh, Terrell, Terrell J. Fine. Ramsey, and his agent probably told him, "You got to change it to Fat So." <laughs> no, oh, change it. He's also been in stuff since 2012, which is why his Wikipedia page stops. But he's got other stuff on IMDb. <laughs> Oh I don't God. know. All right. What were you going to say? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Just, uh, yes. So um, at the end, 
they they decide <laughs> uh, the three women are like, we're gonna we're gonna. First of all, it's this man's birthday. If you right. fuck with someone on their birthday, fuck you. Okay, I don't care. Okay, <laughs> save it for another day, you fuck. Okay, yeah. anyway, so they're messing with this <laughs> or, man on his birthday, or maybe it's just another day and it means nothing. Okay, yes. <laughs> See, I'm I'm honestly surprised that Rebecca reads is a birthday person. Like respect a birthday. I respect a birthday. I'm surprised. I, I respect a birthday. I love cake. I love oh, it. That's true. See, I love to no, bake a cake. I love to eat a cake. Fair. I love cake. That's fair. Uh, so okay. that does it. No we get to surprised. <laughs> we get to the end, <laughs> and they're doing this like video montage of like them fucking him over. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that and he's like looking at it. This pulled me out of it because he's looking at. It, he's like, "This is so sick." I gotta tell you, if I'm watching <laughs> footage of myself that I'm unaware of, uh-huh. my initial thought uh-huh. isn't "This is sick." I am running okay i'm just running out of the building i'm gonna punch people on the way out or something i'm gonna try and get this footage or start asking questions at least we were on a date Uh, and you're filming me from bottom up first of all that's not my angle how dare you film me okay they got impossible shots impossible shots full-on moments where there were no cameras it was like literally like (laughs) fresh after 9-11 in the patriot act so honestly america had a huge boner for unwanted surveillance (laughs) Yeah, I I you know just that's fair. I, forgot I don't know how 9/11. he's not freaking. That's such a no. Oh, I, if if I did nothing, if mm. I was if I was super innocent, and you suddenly had video of me just like going about my day, I'd be like, "What the fuck did I do? Like, what did this capture? Like, yeah. Even if it's just oh. me Uh-oh. picking my nose or like a wedgie yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would like, definitely. I would have two reactions. My first reaction was, "Oh, sweet Jesus! I really hope I didn't touch like." Like I didn't like uh like try to scratch my asshole or like you know the sh- I don't mean like sexually but yeah. you know how the times where you just yeah, you yeah, do yeah. stuff with your body yeah, in a normal yeah. way like you're just like oh I decided mm-hmm. to scratch my taint but I did it in a really weird way where I pulled everything yeah. out and then scratched yeah. but then like not the sexual I'm not talking anything sexual just yeah, like that yeah. weird shit you do because like yeah I'm alone I'm gonna do that yeah, yeah, yeah or like you pick your nose and then you study your booger for a little bit you're like oh that was a nice one yeah. that was a good one that's a good one that I got right there <laughs> and then you try that's to. It, but you can't flick it. It doesn't go anywhere. You can't anywhere. flick it. And you're like, you know what? It. This is a big booger. It deserves a proper burial. And then you just like get, you get like a yeah. tissue or something. No, uh, not only is that normal, but uh, a good check on your health, right? What are the colors <laughs> of yeah. the You know, very spreadsheet <laughs> response that, over there. You know? like, so that's the first reaction. Take, I would take have. a look and at the a, second. <laughs> What's the, what's the second reaction? The what second reaction, and this is how I know I haven't done enough therapy yet, is my second reaction would be. Oh my God! You wanted ah! to record me? Oh, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta. Do dig I look into good in the video? Yeah, like, do I look good in the video? Oh, I don't like how I look in that video. Can you re-record it here? I'll go back. Let's redo uh, everything. I'll wear a different outfit. I would have the same first reaction, but this is wild. I would not be able. To, this is a second reaction for me. Would be where's my lawyer? That's what I would be doing. Yeah. I'd be doing what what am I doing about this? Oh, this is people, fucked up. I need to feel safe. Your lawyer is just rich. me in one of those tuxedo shirts. <laughs> <laughs> with people this yeah, rich, there is gonna be a lawsuit involved with this. Right? Like uh, the, like yeah. John Tucker's parents are rich. for sure being yeah. like we're going to oh, yeah. hire a lawyer and sue the shit out of these other families. Yeah. I also love the character of, uh, 
oh, I'm just the the hot brother that's also rich and nobody pays attention to. I was just about to bring up Ben Bagsley. He's the real villain, okay? He is the real villain. He has huge incel energy in this movie. Yes. He kind of does. He does, but but, but wait, why is he an incel? Because he sings Cheap Trick to himself in the library or something? First of all, what are you doing singing out loud in the library? (laughs) That's what I thought. What's going on there? Rude. Yeah, first of all. Second of all, hey, man, you're not bad looking. You know your brother's a piece of shit, but you still help him. You're aware that your brother's not a good person. And then you defend him when you find out that Kate's got a scheme, the girl you've been having a crush on, and you're just fine with your brother dating her because, like, the seeds haven't been planted that you guys have, like, a real thing connecting like it, the That's whole a, payoff with Scott just was so stupid. That was a weird dismount for sure. Like, how do you go yeah. from like, hi, oh. I was dating your brother and manipulating him to break his heart on yeah. behalf of this cabal of other women that he's dated. And but now I'm going to in. date you. <laughs> I'm sure this won't be awkward at family dinners at all. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Also, also, I'm in that video that was court evidence. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Penn, um, Penn, uh, Penn's character, uh, is textbook like oh girl like the guys who are like girls don't like nice guys and just everyone's obsessed with john tucker who's an asshole my brother i'm scott never want me and it's like hey bro maybe maybe you should just try i don't know respectfully asking out a woman uh maybe that's why john Mm. tucker goes on dates because well he's not doing respectfully but like he's asking people out out and you're just assuming that because you have good qualities you deserve women to ask you out so penn penn's character is the real villain he's a he's a fucking incel also bro like it's 2006 you're not Long hair isn't in right now. You know, if you get a haircut, that might help. That might also help. Yeah, man. And if I can give you, this guy any haircut, advice, no. come on. I get it all the time. Smile more. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Put a smile on you. Fuck. God damn. God damn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Also, you're going to change lab partners because the girl you like is fake manip- is manipulating your brother. I'm sorry. What science teacher mid-semester uh-huh. is like, yeah, you can change your partner twice. <laughs> twice. He changes twice. his partner twice. First to go to that guy, Alex. Clearly being yeah. dangerous. And then going back Alex to gets Kate. burned twice. <laughs> Alex gets, is on fire. Literally a hazard. Yeah. This man oh, needs to be supervised way more. I do want to uh, quickly cycle back because the ending of this movie is very, very interesting, which is that John Tucker hasn't necessarily changed in his desire to date multiple women at once. Right. But what the the conclusion that he sort of comes to is I just need to be honest about it with everybody. And like, I feel feel like they invented polyamory in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I think, I think some guys saw this movie and were like, "So that's how I can cheat on my girlfriend, and it's okay." <laughs> oh my god! I shout out. I don't remember their name, but last year I went to Chicago to do some shows, and there was mm. this comedian. I forget her name. She has the best, like, or at least she has a joke about polyamory that's just, oh, just love it. And she's like, uh, "I'm in a polyamorous relationship." Uh, and if you don't know what polyamory means, it basically means where I get the fuck anyone I want and my boyfriend has to act like he's okay with it. Yeah, that's right. And 
that's pretty much the, like I love how when I first saw this movie, this is the second time I've seen it. The first time mm-hmm. I saw it, I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. So instead of learning his lesson, he just becomes polyamorous. Like I think just, that is kind of is a, a lesson. lesson to learn. He's he's learned. Yeah, he's learned how to be honest and do the things that he wants to do. Right. And it's the dishonesty mm-hmm. Again, that is that problem. The king of spin. And he takes it on the chin. He's <laughs> yeah. learning. He's All learning. right. He's he's. If anything, John Tucker is a victim of the system because no one's watching him. No one's reprimanding him when he does something wrong. Finally, he does get told in in a way, and he's like, "Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it like this then. Correct. Is that okay with Immediately. everybody?" And I will yeah. point out, he was in therapy and realizing what he was doing was wrong before mm. they do the whole and "we'll make him fall for us" shit. I also want to point out. Uh, he, yeah, he, he just owns it. Uh, but one other thing I really <laughs> want to quickly make a point on is one of these three girls, Beth, sort of, we have sort of the cheerleader, oh, the vegan, the smart one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beth, in yeah. my mind, everyone trashes <laughs> on her. The other for, two are not smart. <laughs> well, no, but like the, the, the achiever, I guess is what you call it. So yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. frames mm. her as like, look at her. She's so, uh, she has sex so easily, right? She just has sex with him yeah. right away. I'm going to say. That she is the only fucking one out of the three of them uh-huh. who is getting out of that relationship what that relationship is good for. Yeah. You know Actually, I mean? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, That's you're not getting good. emotional support from him. You're not getting, like, a deep connection from him. You're not getting all these other things that you want in a relationship. But they're trashing her. These other girls are trashing her for being like, oh, you had sex with this Greek god of a man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like shame on you it's like no get yours like you sh- you know that you're being treated like shit at this point yeah and you just get fucked I, by the the most good-looking guy in your high school but why, not, why, let's like, not forget walk away and you're fine she's great how good could it possibly be though let's not forget again <laughs> teenagers yeah, sure but, but he's good it's like when you grew up in a small town and you think Olive Garden is fine dining because you literally don't okay, know well, don't better. Come for Olive Garden. Yeah, Sorry. and then you get to the city and somebody's like, sit on my face. And you're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! The Olive, That's like, the Olive Garden is the missionary style yeah, of sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, I don't know if y'all have heard of, uh, have you heard of the dating app Field? This, I mean, that can't be real. That sounds like that's a trap. Oh, like, meet me on. No, field. it is real. It <laughs> is that to, the kink one? It used to be called. Yeah, that's Thrinder. the kink one. Yes, I have heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it the used kink to be one called Thrinder. It was like a threesome one. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's mostly used by couples there. looking for a third. But it's basically it's more kink focused, and it's funny because uh, every I feel like a lot of people of all genders, uh, but within the straight community. Will be like I'm kinky, like I'm into some freaky yeah. shit, like I'm freaky. <laughs> it's like nah, nah, girl, you just like getting dominated. Spend a week on field and find out you're vanilla as fuck, cause you. Uh-huh. And I say that because I had that moment the, uh, when I went on field for a small period of time. I was like, you know what? No, I'm into some shit. I'm into some shit. Yeah, like you know, I want to uh-huh. find someone who's more kinky. And then I looked up. Yeah, and the Chris fact that I had to Google contact. every word <laughs> <laughs> that was on that app. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, yeah. I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a big baby. I don't yeah. know what uh, I don't You're, know. About. You get on that app and that's like standing outside of your your town with like the population 1000 sign staring out in the world being like, oh, this is a much bigger place. Much bigger place than I thought. 
I no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna turn around, marry my high school sweetheart, and pump out a few kids. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Straight Christ. up. <laughs> Plus, I gotta say, I I think uh, I'm I I feel like you sometimes get too old for some kinks. I'm like. My knees, I can't be an ottoman. My knees. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I just can't no, be an ottoman for you. I'm sorry. Like, uh, you can't eat sushi off of my nah, naked body just... with this complexion? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, medicated uh, sex creams. in your 30s is basically acting like neither one of you heard your knees crack when switching positions. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. You ever just get chicken bone? Just like crack, crack. Yeah. That's, ev- <laughs> that's every morning for me. I get up. I get uh, this isn't even sex related. I just wake up every morning and I do. I go up uh-huh. on my tippy toes. My toes, ankles, knees crack. I then go into oh. a deep swat. The toes, ankles, knees, hips <laughs> crack. <laughs> then I stand up again. The whole back cracks. My shoulder cracks. My neck cracks. That's every morning for me. My, yeah. my girlfriend describes <laughs> it as Rice Krispies body because it's snap, oh, crackle, pop funny. all the time. Yeah, buddy. So sex is like, is that a bone cracking or is that a fart? <laughs> like the bone crack <laughs> is the good one. Or am I turning you on? Pop, pop. This got off the rails. Nah, baby, that's my bones giving you a standing ovation. Hey. <laughs> we love it. Rice Krispie body. Rice uh, Krispie <laughs> Okay, great. Or a round of applause. That would have been better. Either, uh, either way. Okay, yeah. guys, Any we should no, yeah, we should we should wrap her. We're gonna I could talk about this for three hours. Uh, <laughs> so we should, let's not let me do that. Yeah. Okay, because I'm already too okay. unhinged. Okay. No, but that is a good All point right. where you brought up. Yeah, they they keep kink, like they slut shamed that one girl for mm-hmm. sleeping, and they keep coming. Like the real villain is honestly just high school insecurities. Yeah, because it's. Uh-huh. If if people if all of the characters have a different insecurity in their own way, Kate has never been in love before. Her mom has issues that causes her to chase after toxic men. Right. Uh, the, this group of women are all thing. insecure in their own way, where they're wanting to search. Uh, they're wanting to chase after acceptance from a man who has shown them that he doesn't care about them that much. John Tucker has insecurity of always feeling like. He has to cater to like what the world wants him to be. He can't really fully be himself. His brother has the insecurity of just being a piece of shit who thinks having that <laughs> hair is okay. Uh, and Get his ass. The, I, I think because of that, like that's just really like John Tucker is more of a of, of a vic- not a victim, but he's more of a, of a result of our society. Al- Ex- trying to put men in this toxic masculinity kind of position of you, your value is only it is determined that it took by long. the um, amount of women that you have in your roster and how how many points you're putting up in a whites only league in Portland. (laughs) (laughs) All your worth is that. And it's a lot of pressure. And because of that, you can see him slowly break down over the course of the movie. (laughs) And he realizes like, I'm going to be myself. And myself is a guy who happens to like basketball and also uh, just has commitment issues and doesn't want to commit to one, so I'm going to run into polyamory and use that as my shield so y'all can't uh-huh. give me shit. And then Kate also realizes, like, hey, you know what? I want to be a nerdy girl, who, which I love how this movie is like, she's a nerd. She likes Elvis <laughs> Costello. And it's like, nah. <laughs> it's just, like, yeah, it's just like, that's, that's, not a, that's not a nerd in my book. That's just a dude she didn't who even wear too glasses, many pitchfork man. music videos. I mean, music uh-huh. reviews. Uh, but... 
that's the real villain in this movie. I think all of these people are victims of high school insecurity. Yeah. But also, actually, now that I think about it, uh, I have ADHD. This is why I'm on a tangent. Uh, the real <laughs> villain in this movie is the fact that no one was like, hey, why does this high school administrative person have a 17-year-old in their room? Like, no one... Not as no. There wasn't an Not investigation. Well, no they one resolved it pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And then yeah. when she approached the coach, be like, "This is yours." The coach, instead yeah. of being like, "Why was he in?" There's only one way you can get into in a hotel room, and it's if uh-huh. you have a key or you're let in. So let's let's talk to you about that. Instead of being that, he's just like, "Hey, man, stop being weird during the playoffs." <laughs> He says, actually, he says, I don't have the tools to deal with this, which I think is one of the realest yes, moments. In I see. <laughs> yeah, straight up. He goes, this is not me. Uh, but guys, I also, it is time I would to, like to point uh, wrap out. it up. We uh, oh, okay. Time for our uh, uh, scales of how yeah, good the villain you, Mike. is. Uh, uh, what do you got, Rebecca? Um, I have the uh, personal things that men have wronged me with uh, scale. <laughs> so these are things that have happened to me. So I would say uh, from cheating on me on Valentine's Day to uh, getting drunk, stealing my uncle's car, and getting arrested in front of my house. I am uh-huh. going to give John Tucker a uh, licked my full face and ran off into the night. Yeah, uh, you're kind of gross, but <laughs> you go away if you're <laughs> on your own volition, which I don't mind. <laughs> All of those I think have been villain of the week stories in previous episodes. So uh, nice little scavenger hunt for you, <laughs> yeah, listener. Go back and least. hear the whole yeah, story. Yeah, hear all those. <laughs> hear all those fun tales. Uh, and uh, Mike, do you have a scale for us today? I do. Uh, my scale is the high school popularity scale. So from head cheerleader or like quarterback to uh, the guy who slipped in a puddle and sharded splitting in his pants in the process. Uh, I think John Tucker as a villain is the guy everybody knows at school is like talented at something that will most likely come into play later in life. Like a guy who can like do music really well or like does impressions of the teachers and some of the like half decent celebrity impressions. And you're like, this guy might have some talent that we're not recognizing just yet, but he's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what do you got? He's for like us, not Chris? the worst person alive. He's just, he's not the worst person. <laughs> Uh, so my scale is the uh, Toxic King scale, uh, <laughs> and it starts at uh, Russell Wilson post-Christianity and huh? ends with uh, Future, <laughs> obviously. And I think I think John Tucker is coming in at a uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, which oh. is... Appear everyone is obsessed with him. Everyone loves him. Everyone is wants to wants to just have him be in his gut, be in their guts. But he low key, just like what he did to Taylor Swift, will fuck you over in your teenage years to the point where you <sighs> say you're gonna be over it. But decades from then, you're still gonna be talking about this instance that he's done to you, and it's gonna and be something that you're gonna have to work through it. therapy for the rest of your life of this feeling of feeling used and being belittled and feeling like you got taken advantage of because you were in a young state and you didn't know better. Yeah, I like Damn, it. Damn, that's, that's a great scale. Yeah, good that scale. Good. It's a right. fucking scarf, Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, also, <laughs> Talk I, I didn't know about that shit uh, until uh, last, last or two years ago. My ex, she was a white woman because it's Seattle. That's your only option. And uh, she showed me the whole the, the music video that she yeah. made. Uh, and she explained the whole story about it. And all I could think about 
was how happy I was to hear about this because my the whole time I've just heard women of all races gush over Jake Gyllenhaal, who I think is decent at best i don't understand <laughs> the level i mean don't get me wrong jake gyllenhaal now with the beard yeah i get it i get it i think a, a good beard on a man fucking when he's on the get, john mulaney sack lunch bunch thing come just on now. Gets, i didn't see that but i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure the dick will be hard as a towel rack if i saw that but I still think average. There's way better men out there. I don't understand just the amount of people who are just like, I want Jake Gyllenhaal to punch me in the face. And I'm just like, really? Him? 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 And so then when this happened and all of the women are like, oh my God, Jake Gyllenhaal is bad. I'm just like, yes, now you realize he's been dog shit this whole time. It took you forever, but now you're on my page. Let's go. Let's burn his house down. Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm fucking coming after you, bro. Uh, Maggie, you're fine. I have nothing against you. This is why I was so surprised that nearly an hour into the podcast that no one said the phrase toxic masculinity yet. Because Chris... Is locked and loaded with it immediately. <laughs> shocked, at the, shocked we weren't five minutes in talking about this shit. <laughs> um, so just to wrap this up, I've got the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you had done your shit. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it became the Jake Jail and podcast for a, a hot minute there. Fuck, that's funny. I If it makes you feel any better, every podcast I have ever been a guest on, just this demon awakes in me where they're like, make everything go off the rails. <laughs> like, like I even yeah, did I like it. this public radio show here in Seattle and I talked <laughs> about going. mental health and I derailed Keep that shit too. I'm t- I don't know what it is about me. I'm like, this, this is, is not layered derailment yeah. right now. This yeah. is derailment yeah, yeah, yeah. about this derailment. Is derailing this is derailing like, right yeah. now. This is like, this our is... podcast is supposed to be an hour and 15 minutes and every week it's two hours long. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris. Yeah, go, keep going, Chris. You're the one with the hard out today. The rest of it. Oh no, I got some extra time. I put it in the yeah, chat. Yeah, I got yeah. some extra time. Uh, so, so, so my scale for this week is uh, I've done the. This is not gonna live up to this at this point. Uh, I've done the imperial. Oh, my I've scale should have been the the pussy crumb. Yeah, damn it. Go. Okay, all right, let's uh, run it back. I, I'm doing the okay, imperative scale. scale. Uh, so, so on the scale of John Tucker should die to John Tucker must die. I'm giving oh, John wow. Tucker a John Tucker may die because uh, it's uncertain if the punishment <laughs> matches the crime is what I'm saying. There we go. Uh, guys, and we will get like to our heroes and villains of the week in a second. But first, a couple ways that you can support the podcast. Uh, so first of all, if you are uh, if you have a couple bucks you can spare to support the podcast, uh, we're on Patreon, patreon.com. Slash the villain was right. Uh, if you're not aware, Patreon is a monthly subscription platform where you can support the uh, artists that you like, and hopefully that is us. And in return, you get some amazing benefits. So uh, at $1 a month, uh, you get ad-free episodes. You get these same episode- episodes without the ads. Um, we also have uh, an audience choice tier. So if you want episodes uh, and you want to decide what we do, um, you can vote on that every month. 
so do that. We also have a bonus uh, level where you get two, not one, but two bonus episodes every month. Um, so make sure you check that out. Patreon.com slash the villain was right. And if you want to get in touch with us, if you would like to follow us, you can follow us at VWR podcast on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook. Or if you would like to email us with a story, suggestion, comment, you can email us at villain was right at gmail.com. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got first, Greg? Yeah. So I just got a, a very quick light one here. So I was, um, I was at comedy bar last night, you know, just, uh, saddle Hell up to yeah. the bar and uh, another comic beside me, and uh, we're just like kind of waiting to, to get our drinks and whatnot. And uh, this comic, George, he goes, uh, oh, man, I, that's a nice watch. And I go, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's like he's like, what kind is it? And I was like, oh, it's like a sterling. It's a. I was like, it's like it's a skeleton mechanical watch. It's, it's a whole thing, but, uh, you know, that you don't want to get into right now. And he goes, well, what, what do you want to get into it? And I was like, oh, <laughs> do, 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 do you want to get into this? And he's like, yeah, oh, let's, let's yeah. get into this. And then it was, I can't describe it other than it was this flirting feeling of like, it was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, do you, yeah. do you, do you, do you, do, are you? Yes. And then we got to talk about watches for a minute. And I was like, oh, just that feeling of having to sort of hide how excited you are about something so as not to put somebody off. And then just like connecting at the bar when you're like, oh, we're birds of a feather. We're into this. So that, that just like brought me so much joy. That's my hero of the week. There. That's yeah. so fun. I did the same thing Buddy, with somebody the I other day. I relate to that. Yeah. I was talking about, uh, they asked me how I made the, uh, like a focaccia I had made. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how'd you make that? And I was like loosely describing it to him. I'm like, you don't really give a fuck, right? And he's like, well, you know, like I make pizza for a living. And I was like, oh, oh. and then I just started. <laughs> <laughs> talking about like humidity and moisture and yeast and like all, all the stuff. details. Like, I was like, ah, like <laughs> where the fun is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I was exactly. like, oh, you yeah. know what the fuck I'm talking about? Okay, okay, okay. Let's yeah, yeah, just yeah, we'll get yeah, into yeah. it. I didn't realize you were actually asking me. Yeah. I thought so, you were being nice. Oh, so like, that's my hero of the week. I feel uh, that. Uh, Chris, what do you was got? Was it for George us today? Burgess? Was it George? Was no, it, George it was. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't George Burgess. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Am I supposed to do both a hero and a villain? Whatever you want. Whatever you want. It's literally whatever you want. Yeah. Um, Mike, you go first. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Uh, my villain of the week is uh, I've been watching Married at First Sight Australia, uh, as I do every season because it's the best reality TV show out there, and there's four or five episodes a week. And there is this guy on season 10, Married at First Sight Australia. Uh, there are two guys that really suck hard, and one guy is like. A, a master class of gaslighting and being the worst piece of shit ever. And if you want to be mad at your TV, like I have been for a couple days now, I would highly recommend watching Harrison on Married at First Sight season 10 of Australia's <laughs> Married so at specific. First Sight series. I love it. Be because even from the wedding, just immediately from the wedding, first of all, you get off vibes from this guy because his eyes are fucked and weird. And you're like, I don't trust this piece of shit one bit. You get to the wedding. They get married. There's a woman on the bride's side who talks to the bride, Bronte, and she's like, hey, heads up. This guy was dating a friend of mine, and she sent me pictures of uh, his suitcase and how he was packed and how he plans to like get back with her after the show. So... I'm sorry, but like he's not here to get married for real. And Bronte's like, show me those texts. And she does. And she's like, okay, well, I'm just going to give it a try anyway. And Harrison somehow makes it like makes her feel guilty. It's insane. Harrison is a piece of shit. And if you see any of yourself in Harrison, I look, I'm not going to say this lightly. I hope you die. I hope you die. <laughs> 
That is some great TV villainy there. Jesus. Yeah, shit. Fuck. Yeah, shit, dude. I love because Mike is one of the sweetest, nicest people I he know. Really <laughs> and, but yeah, he'll have these rare, mo- you know, these few moments where he's just like, you know what? I hope you and your entire lineage fall through a buzzsaw. Like I just, I hope all of you just, you just incinerate and disappear from the face of the earth. Anyway, come here, buddy. Give me a hug. <laughs> like, <it's> just, yeah. <laughs> I have said about Peter from Michelle's season of The Bachelorette would be, uh, I hope he rots publicly. I've said that once. Uh, so I, I know I know I have some darkness to me, but it's really for people who fucking suck a lot. Context to y'all, Peter is just like Mike, just a proud Italian who loves Don't to show off his Italian Don't you fucking dare. I heritage. swear to God. I swear <laughs> to God. I will fight you <laughs> next time. Whatever coast we're on, I will fight you. I don't need this. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Mike likes to play this joke that he actually hates Peter, but he's privately told me several times that he looks up to Peter as an Italian icon and just wants to model his life after him. So don't believe in this I've front. muted my microphone. <laughs> I've muted myself. <laughs> That's what I've done. Uh, okay, my hero of the... Uh, actually, no. I, uh, my hero or villain. I like it. Um, there is... I feel like right now we're in a real... We're back into a golden age of television. And uh, I know exactly what Every this is Sunday be. is... An incredible oh. TV show that is that has been released that I highly recommend everyone watches. Uh, it's a show that's already being raved about, oh and I think, I think oh as long as this show exists, we're truly blessed. Oh my um, god! I swear the to god. show I swear. is peak cinema. I want to make that oh very clear. God. It's peak cinema. I feel like Martin Scorsese, <laughs> fucking fuck out of here, Chris. Steven Spielberg. Eat my ass. All right. Uh, the dude who I made Godfather, what's God. his name? Steven Soderbergh. Fr- Francis uh, Ford Coppola. Power <laughs> watch Soderberg. my gooch with your tongue. This right here, this right here, oh peak God. cinema. The show is called, that's right, y'all already know what it is. You need a login to a streaming service no to watch this show. <laughs> So you already know what I'm talking about. That's right, Craig. Let's go. Milf Manor on Discovery <laughs> Plus is peak cinema. When I tell you, we will not, not get better than Milf Manor, a show where they get a bunch of moms, tell mm-hmm. them, hey, you're going to be here staying at this manor, hence the name, uh, and you're going to be dating men half your age. And it turns out the men that's half their age is all of the moms' sons. They're dating each other's sons while living with them. And this show, <laughs> Sharing when I rooms. tell you, when I tell you, as of someone who you know has has been diagnosed with depression and has struggled with depression, nothing has given me the will to live more in my entire life than knowing that there is a new episode of this season coming every new Sunday. This, I oh my God. promise. I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm still on this earth because if I was not on this earth anymore, I would have missed out on the magical moment that is Milf Manor. And I just want to say to every fucking producer who who had all of these show pitches and said, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. Let's pitch this show where moms date their sons with each other and they got to live with each <laughs> other. Hey, isn't that uh, a joke in 30 Rock? Yeah, shut the fuck up, uh, Brian. You're fucking fired. We don't like your negativity. And then they made this show and then they found real people to be on these shows. And then now these people are just out here in the world coexisting with the rest of us, breathing the same air and eating the same Taco Bell. I just want 
want to say to all of you producers, y'all are the <laughs> goddamn hero of the week. Thank you are doing the Lord's work. Thank you. You are a light to this world. Fuck Mike. He disagrees. And uh, but I can watch you know half what? an episode. They are the true <laughs> <No>. heroes. <laughs> I struggle. I struggle with anything that's so cringe hard. or <laughs> holding. A, I don't know. Once I, that actually kind of, I, I'll try and tell this really, really quick. But uh, that kind of reminds me. One time I was watching. It was like years and years and years ago. There was a show called uh, what was it? It was called like Gigolos. Do you guys, do you remember this existing? No. There was like a, a reality no. show called. Jay- it was like absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, and um, one time I was uh, I was hanging out with a bunch of comics, and one of my friends he had like <laughs> taken a bunch of mushrooms, and I look over at him. We're all watching this weird show, right? I look over at him, and he's the saddest I've ever seen him. And I was like, bro, like what's going on? Are you gonna be okay? And he just looks down into his shoes and he goes. I'm never going to be as funny as this. <laughs> I started scream laughing. I'm never going to be as funny Extremely as Jingle I was like, that's so, that's so funny, funny, man. I can't. Anyway, um, so my villain of the week, I was going to do something different, but I think I have to talk about high school drama. You know what I mean? Just yeah, so like that, yeah. that. This is the essence of the episode. So um, a couple go. of weeks ago, I was talking to a woman who is actually like, I, I she, she's an older woman, right? She's like, uh, she's 50. Um, and I was talking to her and she was like, oh yeah, like, um, yeah, I was talking to this woman. She like, um, matched with me on face or she like added me on Facebook. And then, um, I couldn't believe it. Cause it was like my ex friend that like cheated and like, uh, like slept with my boyfriend in high school. Like, can you believe this bitch adding me? I'm like, you're 50. <laughs> like, you're, huh? you're fi- <laughs> what are you talking about? Man, like I can't even because like when I was in high school and this I, I'm just going to wrap this up with this. OK, and I've, I know I've probably told like I've told all of these stories on this podcast, but I'm going to wrap this up all in a bow. Right. OK, when I was in high school, one of my boyfriends cheated on me on Valentine's Day, which is whatever. OK, like whatever. I mean, I think it's a little extra salty, but OK, chill. All right. Anyway, cheats on me. Um, and then <laughs> whatever, lied about all this shit, right? Uh-huh. Not a big deal. It's fucking high school. Who the fuck cares, right? Does this man, this is my favorite part though. Uh, and I know uh-huh. I've said this on the, on the podcast, but I fucking love it so much. I think it's so delicious. It's my favorite thing. It's one of my favorite things that's ever been said to me. Truly. Um, this uh-huh. man over the pandemic called me. Okay. I have not seen this man since like, whatever, <laughs> maybe like second year of university. Okay. That was the last time I saw him. Um, calls me and is like, we're, we're having this conversation. I think it's just like this weird checkup thing that exit, you know what I mean? It's just weird, whatever. I'll muddle through this conversation. And then, uh, during the conversation or towards the end of it, he says this to me, this exact sentence, he says, um, and I, br- he brought it up. I did not bring this up. He goes, uh, I know I cheated on you, but you have to admit you were acting like a bit of a bitch. <laughs> And I'm like, Fuck, that's good. Oh, yum, 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 yum. That's delicious. Uh, that's the funniest. You just tipped your hand so hard, bro. I was acting uh-huh. like a bit of a bitch. Hilarious. That's like miso soup salty. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking funny. Oh my god, I laughed so hard on the phone. And he and he was like, uh, what did he say? Right, he said something like, yeah, you know. Like, uh, do you ever think about what would have happened? And I said, dude, I don't think about you ever. <laughs> Did you ever think about maybe you deserved it? (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, oh, like, I just literally, I do not think about you until I'm like, hey, do you want to hear an unhinged story? And then I bring you up. (laughs) up, Wild. Shout out to all the toxic people 
who, when being confronted <laughs> about their toxic behavior, play the play the trump card of uh you had it coming yes i didn't even bring it up <laughs> Shout out right. Kevin. You were enjoying you know doing your best to enjoy what was uh you know a pan- you said pandemic was when this yeah. happened yeah during the pandemic you were just trying to exist and stay safe and this guy was just uh, at home seething and was just like Nah, nah, fucking no. Fuck her. Fuck yeah. her. She needs to know. She needs to know she was in the wrong. Yeah. All right. She made me do it. She made me do it for being kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. I was 17. Which one of us wasn't a bitch? <laughs> like, uh-huh. uh, point them out. Uh-huh. Oh, Fuck man. that. Anyway, uh, we should wrap it up. Guys, uh, as always, you can follow me <laughs> at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Uh, Mike, where can people follow you? Uh, at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. You can also listen to my podcast I co-host with Chris Mejia uh, called We Didn't Get a Rose. Follow us at We Didn't Get a Rose. Check out my album Cherubic. Uh, and also, uh, I have a set on YouTube of my comedy that I did a set at the San Francisco Punchline at San Francisco Sketchfest uh, that was really good. And if you want to watch that and be nice to me in the comments, I accept very <laughs> gladly. And... I'm writing this credit real hard right now, but I was just on TV on a Fox show about missing people. So you know what? I'm a TV boy now. Pay me more. Bye, everybody. Mike doesn't know why it was towed. Just it says no permits. <laughs> yeah, I watched the clip, exactly. man. <laughs> I, I literally I was like, oh, I don't know. It, was, it, it says here it didn't have a permit. They're like, what kind of permit? I was like, ah, you got me. I and don't you know. walk off camera. <laughs> like, <it's crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Chris, where can I'm people? I'm gonna see with Scott Khan. <laughs> Chris, where can people get in touch with you? Uh, you can follow me at Chris Mejia Comedy on Instagram and TikTok at Topher Mejia, T-O-P-H-E-R-M-E-J-I-A on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, I'm going to try to be doing more Twitch streaming. Last time I Twitch streamed, we tier ranked uh, the Looney Tunes <laughs> based off of how bangable they are. Uh, so uh-huh. it's going to be fun stuff like that. And I know you're curious. Obviously, Taz the Devil was S tier. Yeah. I was uh, I was actually thinking Taz. I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. messed up. I was he, like, that'll be a Taz exudes was, sexual energy. Yeah. Taz exudes was, ta- Sex with Taz would be like he just comes in and you don't know what happened. But all you know is that you came and now he's gone. Uh, and The term of that, ravishing. We, is, yeah. is Taz and somehow he took all the cum with him. We uh, Bugs Bunny <laughs> was obviously clean. an S. We were almost done, Rebecca. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I had a thought and then I had to say it. Hey man, uh, I think we have a clip. That's a clip right there. There's no we doubt a clip? Do we have a clip? Can we throw to a clip in the ending? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny was also S tier because Bugs Bunny is a switch. We love a good switch. Uh, and then <laughs> before that, we we tier ranked uh, uh, the Muppets based off of their bang ability. Nice. So I don't know if you've noticed, yeah. there is a trend. Bit of a, uh, bit of a trend. So yeah, do that. <laughs> also, if you live in the Seattle area or you're traveling to the Seattle area, come to the show I co-produce called Good Comedy. Uh, we have a show February 19th that you should come to. Uh, follow us at Good Comedy Show on Instagram, uh, where uh, we have uh, always great comedians. Obviously, if y'all are ever mm-hmm. in town, let me know. Uh, would love to have you. And then um, I also want to plug uh, Milf Manor every Sunday, <laughs> 10 p.m. Central on Discovery Plus. Uh, 
And then lastly, uh, I know y'all are Canadians, uh, but in America, our religious holidays, the Super Bowl is tomorrow, the day that we're recording this. And as a Philadelphia sports fan, I would like to say that I am most likely going to die from cardiac arrest that's going to occur from the stress of this game. So I just want to say to everyone and everyone, thank you very much. It was very nice knowing you. Go Birds. Fuck Kansas City. Go Birds. Also watch Milf Manor. (laughs) <laughs> nice. All right, guys. And you can, uh, of course, follow me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, CraigFay.com for show dates. Uh, as this episode comes out, I will be in at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa. Uh, I'm emceeing nice. this week, and I will be headlining uh, February uh, 21st through the 26th. So come out and uh, check out that show there. And uh, as always, uh, that does it for us this week on The Villain Was Right. Uh, tune in next week uh, where we will be covering uh, Princess Mononoke, uh, which, uh, by the miracle of time travel, has already been recorded. Uh, it's a uh, fucking banger I can guarantee it Uh, so go check that one out next week and until then this is The Villain Was Right reminding you that it's not cheating it's ethical (laughs) non-monogamy The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network for more great podcasts like this as well as webcomics articles and so much more visit FromSuperheroes.com